Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Monday, March 6th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom, and my co-host Zach is not here today. He's uh, got some work travel today, and our schedules didn't quite match up. Hopefully, he'll be on the rest of the week, but he is traveling this week, so it might be a little iffy. If not, uh, we'll, I'll have some guests. Um, so... It is just me. I'm sorry. Um, if it goes horribly wrong, then we'll know that Zach is the glue that holds us together. And if it goes well, I can ask him to take a pay cut, which might be hard because he's currently making negative dollars. Um, so there's a bunch of Wonder Woman news coming out from the Edit Bay event. And we're, we're planning to talk on some of the non-spoiler stuff from that on tomorrow's podcast. But today I'm just going to get you caught up on some of the smaller news that has happened in the last couple of days. Uh, first up, a new Wonder Woman trailer has been rated. It is two minutes and 23 seconds in length. It's called trailer number four, which doesn't really mean anything other than there's been the two trailers plus an international one. It's just for filing reasons. They need to call it that. Uh, so the question is, when will we see this? Kong Skull Island does open this weekend. That's a big Warner Brothers films, perhaps then. Uh, but there's also been some unconfirmed rumors that they might be showing Something at the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards, uh, which is Saturday, I believe. Um, so I guess we'll just have to wait and see for that. And the question is, is this the last Wonder Woman trailer? Um, it's certainly possible we're less than three months out. Perhaps they'll have something four or six weeks out from the movie announcing tickets are on sale and maybe a, a shorter trailer for that. But they could also just drop that with uh, a clip because we know... You know, about a month out, they're going to start dropping clips on talk shows as everyone makes the rounds for marketing purposes. So perhaps they can drop the news then, or perhaps there'll be another small trailer. I think the surprising part here is that we're getting another Justice League trailer before, or we're getting another Wonder Woman trailer before our first real Justice League trailer. Um, yeah, it's surprising, I guess. Uh, Warner Brothers knows what they're doing when it comes to marketing, so I'm I'm not worried about it at all. I'm just I'm just kind of curious at this point when we will see that first Justice League footage. Um, with this dropping, with a new Wonder Woman trailer coming up soon, I would assume they wouldn't do a Justice League trailer too quick behind that. So I think we might be talking April or May. There's tons of blockbusters coming up at that time that would make sense to drop a trailer. And you know, I know. Uh, I'll admit it. I I thought we would. There was a good chance we'd see a trailer in December, but that was when we were looking at the marketing based off of how Batman v Superman marketed. Uh, when really we probably should have been looking at how Suicide Squad marketed. They dropped Suicide Squad dropped their first footage about 13 months out at San Diego Comic Con, and with Justice League dropping more than a year out, that first footage at Comic Con this past year, I guess it will be a while. You know, I guess it's not the same schedule as BVS. So if you look at that, Suicide Squad's first trailer was about six and a half months before the movie. So that would put, for Justice League, that would put it at late April, early May. Um, I think sometime in April or May, if I had to guess, we would see the first trailer and then probably something again at Comic-Con. Moving on to TV news, uh, just something small. Lucifer is moving production to Los Angeles for season three, according to Deadline. We talked recently about how they were renewed for season three. Um, but they're moving production. It's not a big deal. The show is set in LA already, so I guess it will give it a more realistic feel. Um, but it currently shoots in Vancouver. So I don't have anything against Vancouver, but I'm fine with DC TV shows leaving there because uh, 
I'm just so used to everything in Vancouver at this point because I've seen so many shows on there. Uh, moving on to Arrow, some minor spoilers here. So if you don't want to know, you might want to skip ahead. But apparently Vigilante's secret identity won't be revealed during season five. According to Entertainment Weekly, they talked with executive producer Mark Guggenheim, who said, we know the answer to that. You'll probably not get the answer to that in season five. Without getting into spoilers of last week's episode, one popular, um, I'll just say, you know, we don't know who Vigilante is yet. And so uh, I'm curious to see who it is, but I guess if it's, we're not going to find out this season, I'm not going to spend too much time more thinking about it. There are six different versions of Vigilante in DC Comics, so uh, there's a good chance it's one of them, although it wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past them to take uh, an existing character that we already know on the show and making him or her vigilante. So uh, I guess the news is we won't know for a while. On to comic books. Uh, just a quick update. Sales of DC Comics Rebirth are still going pretty well. Uh, this is February's report from Diamond Comic Distributors. Uh, of the top 10 single-issue comics from in sales from February, seven of them are DC, and it's actually four of the top, top five are DC. The only one that's not number one was a Star Wars Darth Maul number one. So the next four after that were DC. So um, still going strong, still among the most popular comics, the top ones there. And I think their quality over quantity approach is paying off for them. And lastly is a Twitter question from at jessew72838902. Should there be an unknown actor to play Robin in the Batman, like the role of Laura in Logan? I saw Logan this past weekend. Well, I have yet to see Logan, so I can't comment on that. But I will say the whole everything going on with the Batman family in the DCEU is pretty fascinating to me right now. Basically because we know we're getting multiple movies set in in or around Gotham, in the Gotham, you know, greater Batman family. And there is so much that they can do with it. Um, there's just a lot of variables and options, and I'm I'm really curious to see where they decide to go with everything. Um, so in the Batman, if they have a Robin, uh, not I would assume not Dick Grayson or Jason Todd, but I suppose Dick Grayson could still be Robin in the Batman, potentially, and they could just explain that he was off to college or something during the events of Batman v Superman. But I think he will have already been Nightwing, so we won't necessarily see him as Robin. So if they do have a Robin, there's just tons of options. Uh, Tim Drake, Damian Wayne, Carrie Kelly, Stephanie Brown was Robin at one point in the comics. So they've got a lot of options to choose from. And whether that will be an unknown, I think it's, I'm guessing I don't know the identity of who will be Robin. Um, DC tends to pick unknowns for their superhero roles other than Ben Affleck. Uh, the rest of the Justice League are experienced actors, but not really household names before they were cast in their roles. So I would assume whoever, whichever Robin they choose, if they choose one, would be a relative unknown. And especially if they go on the younger side for Robin. So if we're talking, you know, maybe 10 to 13 year old Robin, then it's almost certainly going to be an unknown because I don't know many 10 to 13 year old actors. If they go with maybe a, a slightly older one, maybe who's high school or college, then perhaps we'll know him whoever it is, but I mean, there's a lot of variables. Um, yeah, I'm very curious to see who they even pick as Robin first, if they have one, because I think Tim Drake is the obvious choice. You know, he's the most popular other than Dick Grayson and he's got a lot of following, but it would also be cool to see 
Carrie Kelly, you know, see a female Robin and what that would be like. Um, but I also, I, the idea of Damian Wayne is sort of growing on me, even though he's often an unlikable character. I think there is a lot you can do with him. A lot of rich storytelling with having, you know, a son that Bruce Wayne didn't know about who becomes Robin and potentially takes over as Batman one day. Um, I think that's very interesting. But yeah, I think most likely it will be an unknown actor if they do have a Robin. Um, so I don't really have a, a preference because, you know, when you're when you're talking about someone who's probably going to be a teenager, I don't I just don't have many actors to choose from. All right. Well, that is all we've got for today. Thanks for listening. and We'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.